Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern-day Asian-American woman. My name is Mel. I'm Janet. I'm Helen. And I'm Carla. Have you ever wondered about the world of energy healing, spiritual mediumship, and psychic power? This is an episode I am personally very excited about. I've been wanting to do a psychic reading for so long, but waiting for the right opportunity. And that happens to be today on this episode. Today we have Carla, a spiritual medium, animal communicators, advanced theta healing practitioner, Usui Reiki master, accelerated light healer, intuitive counselor, crystal healer, tantra wellness instructor, and sound healing practitioner. This is a topic I am personally very intrigued by, and I've dabbled in as a consumer who has had my palm read a couple of times and had tarot card readings a couple of times, Uh, and I've also visited a numerologist and other psychic mediums and have read extensively about birth charts and numerology, but it's been a while now since I've had a session, so I'm very much looking forward to this. Uh, Before we begin, Carla, uh, we'd like to get a better understanding of your process for readings. So could you share with our listeners, um, when you read someone, can you walk us through your experience? like, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? What is the experience like for you as a person doing the reading? There's some things that are similar throughout all readings and some things that are a little different. It has to do kind of with what type of reading I'm doing, whether I'm doing mediumship or doing a reading on an individual themselves or an animal. Um, for the most part, generally, you know, one thing that's a little different about me is I don't work really with tools. I don't use tarot cards. I don't use oracle cards or a lot of, um, I guess, some of the things that other people use to read through, right? My connection is very direct, meaning that I go directly to that kind of creator source consciousness. So whether you call it God, whether you call it creator of all that is, no matter what form or version of God or source it is, it's all basically the same consciousness, right? It's all reading from that Mm -hmm. same exact place. Say if I'm doing a reading on an individual themselves, generally I will first ask to have permission to access kind of what 
a lot of people might consider to be the soul signature, meaning that that imprint of consciousness that is yours, right? That's what I want to connect to, to be able to access whatever we need to ask about. If I'm asking to connect to a spirit, a deceased loved one or animal, I will ask for permission to connect to them. And the process is a little different there because we have to keep in mind sometimes people want to ask things of someone who's deceased. And if they were secretive or they were a certain way when they were alive, just because they're out of a body doesn't mean that's going to change. <laughs> so that can be a little different than reading for a person themselves. Um, when it comes to an animal, it's pretty much the same process as I would with somebody that I'm asking to do mediumship reading for, where I have to go in, ask to speak to that animal's higher self, connect to their soul signature and kind of get you know, into that space. And because everything communicates differently, what's nice is that language barriers, right? Say I'm doing a mediumship reading for somebody who comes from a country that I don't speak that language, right? The beauty of that is that through source, God, that creational energy, it can allow that translation to occur. Some of the words might come through in a language I don't speak, but I can at least understand or receive symbols and messages through other means. Wow. I am getting chills listening to this. Um, but thank you so much for sharing that, Carla. That was very helpful to set the mood. Uh, as we move into this segment of our podcast, where we will do live individual readings, uh, and we're going to start with Mel. Oof, I guess I'm, I'm starting. Okay. Well, thank you, Carla, for giving the introduction. I guess I'll ask my question. Uh, my first question is, is there any advice for my spirit guides or team? And what type of blockage or barriers do I have that I need to look at or address at this time to help me succeed in my goals? I'm hearing right now already that there's four things that we're going to need to look at for you. So this is going to be broken down in a few things. And I got that somebody's question was going to take a little bit longer than others. I think it's yours. <laughs> so let's see. Let's take a look at is it because the question's tougher or is it because just the... um it's just because sometimes there's more to it you know like with mm. this one when you're especially if your guides want to get something across or there's some somewhere you've not been receiving the messages or handling it yet right um they can come through like okay put this out now right Okay, so it looks like your two strongest guides around you right now are ancestors, right? Um, yesterday, I saw somebody who had two older Asian females with them. Um, and so it looks like around, like, it feels like a great antish connection, right? Like, so a couple generations down here. Um, so the big things that I'm hearing for you, right? I'm hearing that there's, um, right now, the biggest thing your guides have to say, um, and this is kind of where some of your blockages are coming in, is that there's, you need to trust the process in four different areas of your life right now, okay? The first thing that comes up is romance and love, right? There's something around romance and love mm -hmm. that you got to trust that process and you got to be a little patient with something there. That is the first thing that they're saying. It's like patience, patience, patience just keeps coming up really strongly, right? Um, the okay. second thing is your career. Now, this is where it can get a little touchy for people. They're, they're telling me that... Um, you're moving in the right directions, but that there's somewhere in your career that you're not fully, completely in the path you want to go in yet. And they say that you know this, but that you need to be patient. You're going to go or be exactly where you want to be, but mm -hmm. you just have to kind of trust that, right? So I don't know what's going on there, 
right? But they're like, she's gonna get there and you're being guided to it. It's gonna be fine. But again, trusting the process and also to getting really clear, like on what it is you want specifically. Because, you know, if we say to the universe, oh, I want this or I'd like that, it will start to develop it. But the more clear that we really get on honing that in, creating that visual and all the details of it, even in like a partner, right? Even in our relationship, like we get caught up in like, oh, you can't have your cake and eat it too and whatever, but the universe doesn't work that way, right? Our own limitations create, like our own limitations and our perceptions create the limitations in our reality that manifest basically. So your mm-hmm. guides are saying mm-hmm. like, it's okay to say, hey, I want exactly all this and that and I want it to look like this and that. And if you actually do that, it will help to conspire with you and your guides to bring that in, right? So that's mm. what they want you to know. Now, I don't know who this is because whether it's something that is more personal that maybe you'll understand, there's something coming up around under, needing some understanding for somebody in your life, needing a little more mm-hmm. understanding for them. Um, let me ask if I can get more there. It's something about, it feels like them maybe not going or growing in a certain direction perhaps that you'd like them to be in right now, but that, you know, having to just kind of understand they're on their path and whoever this person is, um, it's just, I just see like, it's not like a huge conflict, but I see frustration on your end sometimes with them, but that as you kind of accept whatever is going on, like, okay, you know, everyone has their own path. This is just who they are. Mm -hmm. That the relationship gets better. Okay. For whatever reason, they're not giving me more information. They don't want me to know too much about. Sometimes when there's other people around or if there's something, you know, in a group and they feel it's personal, they won't say more. Um, and then the next thing, and this is where your biggest blockage is, is that um, they say that you're not fully trusting your guidance yet, that your intuition is actually growing and it's going to be very strong, but there's a doubt in it. And that doubt and that distrust in it, like, because sometimes, you know, the the double-edged sword about intuition is it's often things that don't make logical sense, right? It's trusting that, okay, this makes no sense whatsoever. I don't know why I think this is the right path. Nobody else would think so, but I feel that it mm-hmm. is, right? And But the thing is that the more that we honest, um, honor that, the stronger it gets, right? And for you, where I'm feeling it in particular is I'm feeling it in like my chest area, like kind of like, okay, like, whoa, like sometimes like an anxiety or like, okay, like um, an excitement. It could be good. It could be bad, depending on what you're feeling. Then I feel it right in my solar plexus, right? Like that upper like stomach area. Those are your two centers that you, if you can get in touch with those areas in your body and listen to what they're saying to you, right? That's how you'll hone Mm -hmm. yours in. Your connection to your intuition is very physical in the body, right? So some Mm -hmm. people like me are kind of in the clouds to where it just, it comes in in a certain way. Other people, it's very physical. Yours is going to be physical, but that, um, if you start to trust that it's going to grow a lot, you have it, right? And I think that's why Mm -hmm. you have the two ancestors that are with you because, they are women, um, you know, I don't know how far back one of them was, but I see her working with like plants, herbs, you know, those types of like m- medicines several generations back. And I think that's why you have those two with you because they were very intuitive. They had those energies. One of them more so I see was a lot of through meditation um, and through looks like sound 
So those might be good things for you to look into to help with that. Wow, this is this is a lot to process. Um, I feel like I really resonate with what you said. I'm trying to even like the person, the first one I was like, um, which was actually my second question too. Uh, the romance thing, I think guiding or learning to trust myself is something I feel like I need to do better. But I get you with intuition because I've always said like, I, I lead with my gut versus my mind. Like I'm more of an intuition. Like I think I, I just feel, I'm a feeler. It feels right. And then for the two people, like the two women, I'm not surprised they're women, but I'm just trying to figure out who they are. I think one person comes to mind, um, but I'm not sure. Like growing up, my grandma is someone I I was really close to. She was like the closest person in my life. And she did do a I, – I remember going with her to like just Chinese medicine places and getting the herb stuff with her. But she wasn't really – but she, wasn't, she didn't do it all the time, but she also did like – I mean she ate a lot of vegetables. I don't know if that's something – if that's her also. <laughs> but I just think of her as someone – More so in past life, she was directly involved in them in a certain way. But I think the herbs is a way to let it know who it is, right? Um, did yeah. you have any great aunts that you knew of or passed away? Because I, I keep hearing a great aunt or getting a great aunt energy, right? So that would be one of your grandmother's sisters, either maternal or paternal. No, so my grandma's only she's a she has actually a lot of sisters, but she's the first one that passed away. Okay, first one who passed away. All right, anybody on the other? And everyone's side? still alive. Okay, everybody's still alive. Well, I keep sensing a great in energy. So it looks like more past life, right? So we can always look into those further a little bit as well. Carla, is that okay if I ask you my second question? And I'll, and I'll, and I'm still thinking about your first one, by the way. So I really appreciate. Thank you for connecting me to my spirit guides. Um, um, I guess my second question relates to your first barrier <laughs> or something to, rem- to remember. Uh, my question is, you know, in terms of romance, it is on my mind. You know, what type of man do you see me having a solid partnership with? And, and or is he someone I already know or I haven't met yet? I hear first and foremost, you do not know him. Ooh, no snap. <laughs> I do see him dressed in like formal business attire, right? So definitely... Um, you know, professional (laughs) type of thing, right? This is kind of where like certain patients, things, et cetera, go, right? One thing I do here is that now keep in mind, this is based on like current energies right now, right? Things can change. Like if we move forward in our spiritual lessons, we start following our guidance and doing the things we do, things can speed up, right? They can also slow down. Um, A lot of the times people find after they work with me or if they do energy work with me, things speed up, right? Because we're clearing out our karma we are dealing with things that we have to learn spiritually right um because as of right now i still hear there's quite some time before it comes in but you know the big thing that kind of creator source energy god is trying to tell me or guides are trying to tell me is that it it, it it depends greatly on how quickly you work through certain lessons and things you need to right um because right now it's like he's in a four to five year timeline which sounds like a long time but that can change they say um, that can speed up by quite a bit, depending on what you do. Um, like I said, I do not get to know him. And you're not he's not going to come in through like, I don't see him coming in through mutual friends or people you know, right? It's like very chance meeting. Like, you know, the whole right place, right time. Like I see like almost as if like you're ordering a coffee or drink somewhere. And then there's this handsome stranger who's also on his lunch break. And, you know, something happens and you two exchange a few laughs and a quick conversation and it you know like it's very cute it's very like romantic for this day and age <laughs> you know you don't see stuff like this and like it's like a romance yeah. movie which is kind of nice right mm-hmm. um 
Now, one big thing I hear about him for you is that he's both a type A and B personality, meaning that he knows how he has mastered somehow to have the perfect balance between work and just life in general. Like I see him as somebody who's so like intense with his career, with his stuff. But then when he is not working, it's like he has the ability to leave it all behind. Like, right? Like if he's with you, he's spending time, he's just completely relaxed. Like you would think that this is a person who couldn't have it all together. <laughs> but that's something that is going to be really important for you that he's going to help you with. He's very grounded, right? Meaning that he has two feet planted on this earth, on this ground, um, and he's he's very sure and connected to himself. You might not be able to, like, it kind of a st- no games, no nonsense, right? Just kind of what you see is what you get, right? Type of thing. So if your soul is still learning through a certain type of man, you have to finish that before someone like this comes in. Because I do hear he's different than a lot you've dealt with, per se right that you might know of mm-hmm. like there's gonna be things about him that you know it's almost as if you don't trust certain energies about him because he's so a certain way but it's like that's actually who he'll be if that makes mm-hmm. sense like he's just straight up like he's not hiding anything it's just he is what he is yeah he is what mm-hmm. he is like and but it's almost so much so that it's like you can't be for real or like once he feels a certain thing, it's like, oh, this is how I feel. And it might appear very casual when he says it and it might seem sooner than you might expect it in something. But he wouldn't say it if, right, that wasn't how yeah. it was. But it's not a game player. It's not a whatever. And it's like, well, do you accept it or not? Like, if you don't, okay. Like, right, yeah. that kind of thing. So if we're not used to that, we might go, well, oh, is this person playing games of Sarah Nuts? It's very just kind of, like I said, very grounded, very straight shooter. Imagine someone that like, you know, because we're talking about more marriage material here. A man that's like, okay, once he's met the woman that he wants to be with, he knows that that's it. Like he doesn't waste time to date and do BS, right? I'm not going to just date you for the hell of it or have a for now, Right. Mm-hmm. Either there's a future or there's not. If there's not, it's pointless. Yes. Mm-hmm. This this kind of sounds. Yeah, he sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> well, for each person, you know, for some people that might not sound like the type that they'd want. Um, I was gonna say that I think you're always afraid of like the fuckboy type or the player type, the one who's sort of toying with your emotions. Mm-hmm. But this guy sounds good for you. Yeah. There was a part of me that was wondering maybe you need someone who's less of a type A or type type, type A and a fuckboy and someone who's gonna mess with your emotions. But maybe you do need someone that is a, a type A that can sort of vibe with you, but will give it to you straight rather than toying or you're, you're always questioning you know what are his ulterior motives like all that so mm-hmm. this sounds like a, and someone who can also balance his career and yeah. you sounds sounds like the man you're looking for yeah and carla the word that you used grounded that to me like if i could describe something i would want for mel and a partner i think that would be a great balance mm. for her yeah yes so that everything you described really does resonate as a good match for her i think yeah because i do yeah. see that there's others in between and i'll be honest Sometimes we have to go through them. We have things called karmic mm. relationships, which means, you know, working out these karmas with past life lovers and past life ex-husbands and people we have stuff with that sometimes wasn't pleasant, 
right? But we have to remember mm. that like that's a part of the process. We can't really skip those things. It's part mm. of our incarnation. But we can't mm. allow anything we go through in those to cloud um, our judgment and the truth of when the one that is supposed to be the lasting one arrives. Like we can't carry that over there. And that's going to be important with this person because that's someone who's who doesn't play the games and who's, you know, and, and that's why it's almost so hard to accept that something could be so straightforward because to be honest, in this day and age, there's a lot of that stuff with men, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like for me, like I actually don't like playing games with men. It just, it's been annoying and I'm just, I try the dating app thing. I'm like, you know what? It's just not for me. Like I just... It's just, I don't like to waste time either, but I do think what you said is really valuable, like working through certain things in order to be ready and prepared when this person arrives or comes. I, I actually, I want to be ready for this person. And even the way you described me meeting him, I was like, is this like, this is my fantasy right now. Like, is this real life? Like meeting, that, that's very meeting someone, cute. right? Meeting yeah. someone by chance, like all everything you said, like, and the business suit, I'm like... Girl, I am ready for that too. <laughs> I think that's why you're going to be open to talking to him because it's very nice, like well put together. Like you'll be like, okay, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, funny, Carl. I was gonna ask him, like, I was like, is he hot? Like, <laughs> well, of course, yeah, okay. yeah, of course. That's gonna be the thing because you're smiling right at him. Is what I see. Like, you know, I see you open to talking to the stranger. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I see that your energy towards like a random guy approaching you. I see like a look, like "What do you want?" Right? So there's yeah. a different energy with this one. Mm. <laughs> there's an openness to receive. <laughs> this is great. No, these are such. No, thank you so much, Carl. I'm gonna. Yo, I'm actually really motivated to do some work on myself so I could, you know, be smiling at this man. <laughs> but seriously, though. But no, thank you so much for reading, doing my reading, Carla. This is like extremely helpful, especially as we prepare. Um, as, especially as I'm thinking about, you know, this coming year, um, I'm curious to hear about Helen. Helen, you have some questions also, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, this is all so cool to hear because I'm, I'm excited to look back on this maybe four to five years from now when you do meet the man. And I can also imagine Mel just walking down the street, looking at every guy in a suit and trying yeah. to like lock eyes with him. Like, hello, hello. Oh, are you, are you, are you I'm sorry. As soon as you said that, I do hear that if she does do the self-work, I hear two to three years, right? So it can get bumped up. Mm. In today's episode with Carla the Psychic, she mentioned how I need to believe in myself and do more self-work to be one, successful, two, speed up that timeline to meet that partner. Regardless of this reading, I still think it's extremely important to continue to do the work in 2021. I gained so much by using talk therapy through BetterHelp. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today and is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. I really enjoy my sessions with my counselor. I always walk away feeling good knowing that I intentionally carved out that hour time to take care of me. She always gives me action items because I'm definitely the type that enjoys homework when it comes to self-work. I typically do monthly video calls with her, but we message in between in case something comes up. So whether you work better with phone, video calls, or messaging, BetterHelp has options for you. It is also more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and ABG listeners can get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com abg10. That's better, H-E-L-P, and join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Again, you can try it out at betterhelp.com abg10.
So my sister just got me the softest blanket for Christmas. And after dinner, you will always find me bundled up in front of the TV with a hot cup of tea. And when I'm stuck indoors, nothing feels more transportive than watching TV from across the pond. Watching shows from around the world gives you a feeling of connectedness to people outside of your own bubble. And I know we're all craving that connection nowadays. And that's why we have Acorn TV. Acorn TV is a streaming service that's rooted in British television. It has a rich catalog of exclusive, award-winning series across genres, including mysteries, dramas, comedies, and so much more. If you're a fan of quirky British comedy, then the other one is a must-watch. It follows two sisters from very different worlds who had no idea the other existed until their father drops dead. For us, we watch Acorn TV either from our laptops in bed or on our TV, and we're going to start watching Loch Ness next week. You get thousands of hours of new, refreshing content on Acorn TV for a fraction of the cost compared to most streaming services at just $5.99 a month. So escape to Britain and beyond without leaving your seat. Try Acorn TV for free for 30 days by going to acorn.tv and use our promo code ABG. That's A-C-O-R-N dot T-V, code ABG, to get your first 30 days for free. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Uh, and I have to say really quickly, so Helen... You're the one. It's so funny because last night, and I have, I'm like, I'm totally like this. I did not read the outline until like five minutes before the call, right? That's just, it's been a crazy time astrologically. And um, I was asking God, okay, show me, like, what do I need to know for tomorrow? Can you give me a, a future reading on what to expect, what to look out for? And um, now I realized I was laughing when I read the outline because. Um, God goes, okay, well, she's a skeptic, but she is hopeful and she will not be at the end. And I was like, okay. And I kind of got anxiety that I was like, I'll just deal with it tomorrow. And I read the outline and I was like, oh, okay, there it is. Like, I was like, what? how funny, because I didn't read the outline till today. And I was like, oh, okay, there it is. Got it. It's <laughs> so me. accurately last night. Skeptic, I'm but hopeful. But I'm very, way. yes, but I'm very open to hearing and learning. Yes. Okay. So I guess my question is um, 
as I am on this journey of trying to achieve the best version of myself, I do wonder if there are parts of me that would be beneficial to give more attention to, parts that maybe I'm not aware of yet. Um, what are some weaknesses that I don't see and can work on or strengths that I also don't see and can lean into? So interestingly enough, uh, parts of self that would be um, more beneficial to give attention to, the first thing that comes up is love life, right? So, so oftentimes women actually give too much to that. I'm hearing that that would be a part of yourself that would be good to give more attention to at this time, right? I'm not sure how that pertains to for you, but that was the first thing that comes up. Um, the second thing is your creativity, making like even creating more outlets for it, right? There's a lot of balance that it's bringing you and there's actually what I see, it's something called the Taurus, right? And the torque field, it's, it goes beyond your aura. And what it is, is kind of like it connects to that electromagnetic field that you have as a human being. Um, your creativity, when you are using that, when you are utilizing it, you're having multiple outlets for it, that electromagnetic energy is very strong. That deals with our human physical healing, that deals with our manifestations, right? So that's a really big thing for you um, because with whatever goes on in your life or your work or career life is like, your creativity is like a lifeline. It's vital for your survival is basically how they show it to me. Mm. But um, to even expand that further, even if though you're very busy, is going to actually help you, right? Um, something comes up here around family time and actually needing to invest a little bit more time in that right now. I don't know if there's a family member or somebody who's going through something, right? I do see a female energy around, but that comes up very strongly that there's, there's a need for a little bit more of that time right now, or it could be like with one person in particular, and it's a female, I sense they might not express it. I don't get, they would, I feel like there's somebody who doesn't really like to let anybody know if there's anything wrong. Um, but there's, but you need to, right. Just be aware of that. Um, I don't see them as ill or anything right now or necessarily having something they don't know about, but that, that that's a big thing. Um, and now the last thing is your health and your overall just well being. Right. So we can work out, we can eat well, we can do whatever, but we need to be doing things that keep us balanced and that, um, you know, sometimes we are so good at pushing forward, doing so much, taking on a lot of things that we're actually only creating distractions for ourselves, but not nurturing. And those parts that go ignored or that get kind of left behind when we're really busy doing things to self-improve can actually manifest later an illness and a lot of other things, right? Now, um, when it comes to your strengths, you don't see, and interestingly, your weaknesses you don't see. The first thing that comes up in your strengths, and um, this is the biggest thing right now that kind of your guidance is showing me, is that it's actually your spiritual connection, right? I don't honestly see that hugely there right now. And that is what your weakness also is, is a lack of spiritual practice, right? Needing more meditation, um, maybe trying out sound baths or going to some things that you might not have um, dabbled in before are going to help to support that well-being aspect. Like when I look into your energy, the first thing I see is a lot of busyness in your headspace energy. Then what happens is that it's kind of cuts off the energy flow to all the other aspects of the body. They're not getting what they need. So even if we're physically taking care of our body, the problem is our energy system is just as connected to that, 
right? All of it is a part of a synergy that works together. So that is kind of where that comes in, right? Because there's, and I see you actually doing very well with something like, say, um, to begin with, like breath work and sound baths, right? Those types of things, because they both deal very much on the physical. And those are kind of where the blockages are being held within like certain parts of the body for you, right? That need to just be released. And also too, that'll change your vibration very instantly, very quickly, right? So it'll create some shifts there. And even if you're not good at meditation or you don't find that to be something that works with you yet, those are very good gateways to get you into that because it'll relax the body. It will help to quiet the mind, right? And slow things down. And then from there, you can step into those other spaces. That was a lot to process. I can understand where Mel was when uh, when she heard our <laughs> reading. But no, I mean, I was I was also just taking some notes down as you were talking through this. And I will say that I am not the type of person to slow down. Um, I actually thrive off of like doing tasks and getting things done and checking off boxes and, and all of that. So when you say this, um, there's a part of me that's like, yeah, I think you can only say this to me and not to the other two ladies because um, they do meditation. They they are better at, I think, slowing down than I am. So I'm also not good with meditation, like you said, hearing that maybe I can access this through breath work and sound baths. I mean, that's that it'll sounds be, nice. It'll yeah. be very easy to go into those routes through those, right? Like my fiance was that way. He would meditate, but he wasn't the best at it. And for him, breath work was kind of his way in, you know? That mm. was what really worked for him and now he meditates every day regularly right um everybody's a little different but i do see both the sound like the gong sound baths like those types of things and the breath work especially when they're in a combination together is being really good for you because it's meditation mm. without the stillness aspect yet because it was like oh her headspace is way too busy right now to try to meditate like mm. right and so but that's the problem is that while you're busy doing these tasks, there's something that is not clearing out and that's not happening. And it, it's easy to ignore when we're busy. But if yeah. you're not careful, it's going to manifest and create itself to something later down the line that is problematic, right? And that's why these concerns mm -hmm. come up now. Because well-being is very different than our health. But it all connects. Mm -hmm. If our well-being is not balanced and good, then our health will eventually suffer. So there's two trapped emotions that I'm hearing if we have permission to release really quick, right? And they are, um, what trapped emotions are, are basically emotions that are trapped and stored within our body, right? Um, when we have them, they are being held within the body and they often can cause physical pain, like they'll manifest somewhere like, uh, like the neck, for example, right? the shoulders right here, those areas are uh, the traps, I guess, right here. Also headaches and stuff like that's kind of, um, mm. you know, cause I'm hearing there's two areas in your body where these are holding right now. Right. So wherever you tend to have tensions and stuff. Now, um, these two are a little bit different. These are not necessarily your own. These are ones that we refer to as inherited trapped emotions, meaning that if we are a child or we are a baby in utero, right, especially when we're an infant in utero, we are taking in or fetus and embryo, et cetera, we're taking in everything of our mother's emotions. If she's scared, if she's afraid, if she's whatever. But um, especially when we're a child, before we shut off our intuition because we're taught to, we're really empathetic, especially until age six or so. So I hear that these two um, came in, they, they come in, it looks like 
it's possibly through father. Um, it's through a male, right? I think it might be a father, but uh, it's like age four and age two because they're both inherited trapped emotions. They're not your own though, but they're in your body. So meaning that if this family member, this person you were around was going through things and you as a child picked up on it, you take it on. Um, the two trapped emotions are overcompensation and exhaustion right? So we're just going to go ahead and release those if I have permission to do that, just so you're not carrying that in you, right? Yeah, because where I see those stored for you, and this also has to deal with your energy getting trapped in your head so much as at like in the very back where the occipital lobe yeah. is, right? Like um, where the skull and the spine kind of connect, and then the neck, right? Like mm-hmm. this area here. Yes, that's the best place for a massage. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we, those two are now released, but I saw kind of the energies just trying to clear out from there and right behind mm-hmm. here, right? So I don't know if you get tension headaches or migraines or whatever else, right? Or um, pain in those areas, right? Those were the two ones that are storing there for you. I'm trying to think about who this male figure is. Um, and, and it's hard to know, right? Because when I was two or four, I probably don't remember much. And I think the thing that I go back to is probably because of immigrant parents and there's a lot of pressure on them to um, make sure that we just had food on the table. Even though I don't think I ever saw it through my dad or my mom, um, the pressure that they had, I'm sure there was. And I know my dad was like a chain smoker for a long period of time. And it wasn't until I think around around like age five or six, he just stopped cold turkey. Um, and I think he did it for us. So that to me, I remember that not feeling like a big deal, but the older I got, the more the more I saw my friends go through. I was like, wow, that was actually probably really, really hard for him. And he probably went through a lot of internal things that he had to fight mm-hmm. through uh, to do that. So that is interesting. You know, what happens is that we they don't have to say it. As a child, we pick up these energies, right? We're naturally shamanic, um, especially as children, meaning that our whole kind of thing as kids is that we heal through taking on the energy and trying to transmute it, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. that would be kind of how I saw it coming in was like, okay, maybe you don't know, you don't perceive it on a human conscious level, but your energy field feels it and goes, oh, I want to help to alleviate this from them. Let me take it on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that. Um, I think going back to also just what you said earlier about like love, life, creativity, and family time, that is uh, interesting that you do bring that up because I was sort of stuck at this like 10-year finance job for the longest period of my life. And I remember when I, I think I was in college that I took my Myers-Briggs or some sometime a while ago, um, but it said that, and I've always been consistent as an ESFPA, which is an entertainer. And I remember saying to myself, like, you should not be behind a desk job. This is not... Uh, where you belong. And I told myself that, but I never got myself to actually leave that job. So it was just this past year that I did leave to pursue this creative project. And I don't think I've ever felt so connected to myself in my life uh, in every way possible. That's good. And you need more of it, you know, because that's good for your well-being thing. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you for reading me. I think I have a lot to think about. I took some notes down, but I do want to go over those again. Um, I guess the next 
question that I have is a body scan. I know this is something that you do provide to people. So okay, so when we do a body scan, what we do is we kind of are literally and, you know, I try to do it as lightly as possible because I remember being in energy school and um, somebody saying like, oh, you drop in too heavy. I can feel you in my kidneys. And I was like, oh, my God, like you're trying to ask me about do body scan. Maybe you have an imbalance that you feel like and I think it was right. Like the girl didn't drink enough water and likes like a lot of wine personally, but just saying, you know, <laughs> um, taking so a sip of my water. What we do is, you know, I'm asking God to kind of take me and show me where in the physical body there's any imbalances, um, anything that we would need to be concerned about disease wise or you know, God forbid, if there is disease or something that we need to look at, right? Um, so basically, the way I think every intuitive, like a lot of medical intuitives work differently. The way I kind of see it is I'll generally see kind of what almost looks like an extra vision of somebody, then I'll see like highlighting or colors, depending on what's going on there. I also receive a lot of messages through clear audience, meaning clear hearing. So that's kind of how I will then go from there. Um, the two areas that I hear are heart and liver, but I'm going to take a look a bit more here into why. Okay, so give me a moment there. And these, this is why also too, I was feeling like um, this is because of energy blockages. They want to bring these to your awareness now, not because there's anything wrong in these areas right now, but if you don't make changes, these will be the areas that they manifest in. If it's okay, there are some trapped emotions in your liver, okay, that we need to look at again, if that's all right. Yes. And it's four total, all four from your dad, from father, I hear. I'm hearing like a little bit more cardio and stuff will be good for you, for your heart, and to help to release some energy there. The reason you have a blockage of energy or just potential for issues in the heart in the future, if you don't make certain changes, is because of the fact that this is where all of these energies of um, kind of your life path or disconnection from your passions and goals, especially related to career, certain things are being housed. It's creating a weakness there for you. You can fix that. You're very young. You have plenty of time, right? That's why it's going to be so important to nurture your well-being, um, expand your creativity and do those things because that's creating what they're showing me here is like, I just see kind of the electromagnetic frequency is kind of weaker. Well, if our electromagnetic frequency is the strongest in the heart, and that's what helps to heal our physical body, guess what happens, right? Like it gets dulled, it gets weaker when we're not connected fully to our true self and what we really want, right? So um, like you said before, of having put a certain career first, right? And focusing on only checking boxes without like really giving the energy to that other stuff that weakens those areas, right? In the long run. Now, mm -hmm. the next thing is the liver, right? And think about what the liver's function does, right? It uh, produce, produces, what is it? Bile is it? I think it is. And then it has to deal with filtering of toxicity and, and stuff like similar to how the kidneys do, but in a different way, right? Now, Let's take a look here. Now, when I think of the liver, generally when I deal with people um, and liver stuff, it's difficulty in processing certain things, right? Now for you, you've got a lot of trapped emotions. Now what's interesting here is you have actual like heart fragments, like heart chakra fragments of your own stored in your liver, meaning what I take from that being um, the difficulty, say, of the body to process, say, denial of what you want, 
in certain aspects yeah. of your life, right? Mm -hmm. So that's storing as a toxin in your liver, those fragments, like, okay, I'm having difficulty processing that I am denying whatever it is that I should be doing to nurture myself. Um, the next thing that comes up are four trapped emotions. Now, this is where it gets a little heavier. These are your dad again. So as a little girl, um, your soul, your, you know, that higher intuition of yourself definitely felt things that he probably never showed to you guys, but they came in energetically. Um, the first one is frustration, right? Um, this is just in life in general. It's not about you because it, it came in during um, the time when your mother was pregnant with you, right? I hear in utero. So before you were even born, um, whether that's um, frustration over where he was financially in his career, et cetera, right? That is um, the first one that we're going to release. The next one that comes through is unworthiness, also inherited from your father. Um, so that was around eight years old for you. So it's something in his life at that point was creating feelings of unworthiness for him. Um, now, two years old, heartache comes in. You were inherited that from your dad as well. Now, that doesn't mean that, oh, the relationship with your mother was bad. Heartache can occur from a lot of things, right? It can occur from us feeling we're not um, where we want to be in life, etc. right? Um, and then the last thing, last one that came in was at four years old again. So it looks like there was a lot going on for him when you were four years old. Um, and that was sadness, right? So that's another inherited trapped emotion you have because it looks like, um, okay, so at age two and four years old, were both ages where you experienced trapped emotions of his, right? Where you inherited them to kind of help him um, mm. with his healing and just who he was in general so it looks like that was kind of a difficult time was when you were two and when you were four there was definitely a lot of stuff he was kind of going through at that moment right oh wow i'm like i'm like feeling emotional hearing this because um that's interesting that you say that it's not like i ever received like a direct um the direct feeling or harm from him because I, I definitely never have but to hear that it is trapped emotions and i i sort of received the energy of that that seems like, a, you know, that could be true. And, and there's a part of me that wants to ask him during that time, you know, what he was going through. Because he's someone that does not talk about his emotions. He's literally the rock of the family. He will do everything for the family. And he never shows when he's angry. I don't think I've ever, maybe like once in my life, have I ever heard him yell at my mom once ever. So, um, yeah, maybe there is a lot of trapped feelings within him that um, I never saw, but I perceived yeah, so that, that is because so on the energy level, you know, as a child, like we are very intuitive and empathic and a child wants to heal and to help their parents. Right. So children tend to take that on from their parents, their environment, mm -hmm. et cetera. The things that they don't say they did, that they don't show, you know, when you're a child, you're very connected to those higher senses of energy and perception. Right. It's as we get older that most of us shut it off. Mm. Mm. Oh, man, I feel I feel a lot of things right now. But I do. <laughs> I do want to um, move on to Janet uh, as, as much as I want to keep talking to you right now. But but let's. Yeah, I let's, Girl, let's. I feel you. I know. Wow. I was I was really moved by that reading. I thought there was so I mean, everything about the picking up energy from um, parents as a child. And then I, I was we were messaging on the side and I was just, I've actually, I've done readings before, but I've never been in the presence of like healing work. And that was so like 
it was so beautiful to kind of hear you just call things out and then just to ask for permission to help her let things go. And so, I don't know. I was like, whoa, that was a very moving experience for me just to yeah, observe. Thank, thank, you. Thank, you. thank you. Thank you, Carla. Yeah. People are familiar with ABG as a podcast, but we're also a business. One part of our business that takes up a lot of time that no one sees is reaching out to brands for partnerships. In the digital world, a lucrative part of anyone's business are the brand deals. Since ABG isn't currently represented, we do the outreach and selling of our brand ourselves. With only three of us doing the pitching on top of creating content, we need help, and that's why we turn to LinkedIn Sales Navigator. LinkedIn Sales Navigator is the best version of LinkedIn for sales professionals. Get ready to exceed your 2021 sales goals with the help of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. It's time to reimagine in-person selling and cold calling for the digital world. To help make sure we hit our quarterly partnership goals, LinkedIn Sales Navigator gives you 20 monthly email messages, LinkedIn recommendations, unlimited searches, actionable insights and news, and access to free courses on LinkedIn Learning. Start your 60-day free trial at LinkedIn Sales Navigator today by going to linkedin.com slash abg. That's linkedin.com slash abg to start your 60-day free trial at LinkedIn Sales Navigator. linkedin.com slash abg. The recent pandemic has exposed many racial disparities in the U.S. healthcare system. It's hard not to be discouraged, but if we want to improve these disparities, we have to start addressing biases at the system level. Almost 40% of the U.S. are people of color, but medical research is 80 to 90% white. If we aren't part of these studies, we can't be sure that treatments will work for us or what unique side effects might emerge. In drug trials conducted primarily in the U.S., Asians account for less than 2% of participants. Lack of participation leads to serious consequences because critical medical solutions will be made without considering us. So what can we do about it? Represent ourselves in health and medical research through the All of Us Research Program, the largest and most diverse health resource on behalf of groups who have been left out of research in the past. All of Us is managed by the National Institutes of Health and involves some of the most well-respected names in research and healthcare, like the Mayo Clinic, the Scripps Research Institute, and the Broad Institute. It's more important than ever to bring more people into research to help close gaps in representation. You can sign up and do everything safely from the comfort of your own home. Participants can get a $25 gift card, their personalized genetic results, and one of 10,000 Fitbit devices. Participation is power. Join to make a difference at joinallofus.org abg. Open to U.S. residents only. All right, so Jana, are you ready? So my uh, question is um, around finding a life partner, and um, I'm wondering if there's anything that I need to work on um, or do before I meet my life partner. When will I meet him, and what can I do within my power to welcome him into my life um, as soon as possible? First thing I hear for you is like two to three years for sure, but sooner possibly. I hear that there's going to be like two karmic relationships that looks like that you go through before that. And by karmic relationships, I mean karmic love relationships, right? Everything has karma, right? All of you. That's why you're all together. We do, right? That's why we're all here now. But I mean this by karmic love relationships, right? You got to close those two out. That's going to just come naturally. I feel like one of those might come around in the next couple of months or so, right? I kind of, I see them actually, like you handling it very lightly, <laughs> like being pretty unbothered about them. I feel like with one of them, it's just going to be a rather quick thing that has a close out. I just kind of see like something happens or just almost as if like, you know, somebody does something and you're just like, oh, yeah, I don't know. 
right? Like, okay. <laughs> Just like, but unbothered is the big energy I get, right? So short and sweet, but you're going to be like, okay, cool. I know you're just here to handle some karma. I'm out. Like the other one looks a little bit more serious, right? I, I feel like that could develop into like at least a, possibly a year more long relationship, right? Um, but I see that kind of just turning into a friendship. Like I see it as somebody that you end up staying friends with, but just like I said, the getting clear on what we want. Like, you know, when there's a relationship and it's good and it's great and you guys vibe, you have this energy, but there's just something missing and you don't know what it is. Like that spark's not there. There's not that. That's what I see. And that's what I see is going to kind of end it. Like we are really good friends, but I don't, I don't see myself having um, kids with you and having that passion and that love in the long run. I'll always love you, but just, it's not like that, right? There's, I don't see any trauma around either of these, which is, they're both very light. Like the first one, I just feel like you think is just like, oh, this is such a joke. Like, you know, what was I thinking? But, you know, oh, like, cause I feel like he presents himself like a certain way at first and he seems more mature and like, and then you're just like, oh, you're just kind of lame. You know what I mean? Like it's, a, it's literally this way I see your energy turn on the first one. And then the second one that comes a little later is the one that I do see. And, you know, don't fight it just because you know it's a karmic thing. It's important because God will keep pushing you two back together to, to settle what you need to if you need to settle, right? Especially the one that looks a little bit longer. There's something around some past life where the relationship either separated or ended prematurely. So you're coming back to retrieve those fragments, resolve it with each other, and then be able to go, okay, it's not meant for this, right? But I do see that person, interestingly enough, staying like in touch, like you two staying in touch um, in a certain way that's very friendly, very respectful, amicable, because I think that there might be some way you're connected either through work or certain projects you guys do you have important contacts for each mm. other, right? Um, so let's take a look here now at the other person. Now, what do we have to look at work on here? Like what's interesting is for you, um, I see your energy is very kind of light and very open. Like I hear that actually, like that there's actually not a lot that you need to work on in regards to being able to welcome or let in that love. You have to go through your karmic relationships. That's about it for the most part for you. Right. You know, when I look at the person, I see him as somebody who's very adventurous and fun loving. Right. So he likes to be active. He likes to do things. So it's like, get your hiking boots or let's go here. Let's go travel here to go do this random thing. Right. Um, and I see you enjoying it and going along with it. Right. And, and being like that, but he's very active. He's he likes to go do things. He likes to be outside. He wants to let's go hop on a plane and go here just to go on a hike in this like random Mayan forest or something right in the jungle. Like that is going to be the type of um, person that his energy mm -hmm. is, but there's a lot of laughter. There's a lot of fun, oh. right? So it's going to be very good in that sense. Um, and what I see that's really important is that he's, he's very open and understanding of kind of um, I hear your time and your space, and just kind of your own activities and what you need to do for you, right? Like, oh, you have this project or you're busy. Okay, cool. Go do you. Um, because he's got his little activities and his little things he does too, you know? So it's important for him to nurture that. Mm. But it's good. I mean, like overall, just when I look and I just see your energy is very open. Like it's ready to receive that kind of partner and to draw it in, 
right? Um, your soul kind of seems to know and understand that it's just got a couple more karmic relationships to go through. And that's that. There's not a lot of blockages for you, which is really awesome. Mm. I mean, I think it's really reassuring to hear that I feel open because I've been very actively trying to like work on myself in the last couple of years because I always hear that messaging that's in culture now that, you know, like you have to be at the place that meets the level of your partner in order to welcome him into your life or her into your life. And so I've been very like, okay, I'm going to try to work on myself. But I feel like it's like, okay, I've been working on myself for a while now (laughs) and I don't know what else to do. Um, but kind of similar to how you shared with Mel, like a timeline, is there, do you see anything for me? Like, in ter- I know you mentioned kind of two karmic relationships and it might differ. Based uh, on I hear how two those- to three years for sure, but possibly sooner. So for sure within that amount of time at the latest, but possibly sooner. All right. Because I think also too, it has to do, you know, with the second uh, karmic relationship. Cause like I said, the first one is very short, maybe mm. like you date him for two months. It just, I just see kind of like roll your eyes like, hey, you know, so what, you know, like, but you're very sweet and lighthearted about it. You're like, so like, yeah, this doesn't really work. You know, you're so nice, but you know, different. Oh, yeah, that's oh how like Janet. She sounds that's exactly like, like me. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, because that's how I see. I see like a movie screen playing kind of how you're acting, right? Um, and then the second one, I just hear you find it a little boring. You're just like, oh, he's so sweet. He's so nice. But it's just kind of boring, you know? Mm. And But then, like I said, the person you end up with is very adventurous, really Mm. lives life, right? So that's cool. I think that part of the timeline also has to do with like, because like I said, you can't end it prematurely. You're not supposed to do that. It's funny because I do see you possibly coming to me to work on soul contracts, right? Because when we release soul contracts, it can often speed up our timelines as well. You know, because the big thing with soul contract release is that I have to have permission from God to do that. You know, this is one example of a very common thing for me with clients. Um, A relationship is getting to a point where it's stuck for somebody or people just know it's time to move on, but they're still kind of stuck or playing it or they want to know, can I release the soul contract now or can I close this out? How far along is karma? Is there permission to release it so I can move on with my next creation or bring in a different person? And if it's the time to do so, we're allowed to look at it. If we're not allowed to touch it, we won't touch it. Kind of when I say to say, you know, Melody, I go, okay, I see, you know, four to five years to come, but possibly two to three years. Or I say to you, two to three years for sure, but possibly sooner. That's where things like your self-work comes in. That's where things like energy work comes in because You're creating these timelines because that's where at this current point in time, the path that you're on, your soul sees, okay, these lessons, these karmas, these things will be closed around this time. Therefore, the energy can be open to let this person in because picture it like a closet. You got a closet full of crap, right? And you want all these new things. You want to fill it with these beautiful new creations. Well, guess what? If you got a bunch of old stuff in there, you can't do it. What do you got to do? You got to clear out the closet first, right? Mm. And so that is kind of what, if we think about our karma, karma relationships is like, or even our own baggage, Mm. our things that we need to learn, right? If your soul is learning, for example, through heartache or your soul is learning through um, unfaithfulness, if your soul sees a lot of value 
right? Or perhaps you did that to others in previous lives. So you have to experience it now in order to even that out, right? That's what it has to create and bring in your space. That's what I'm, what I mean by those kind of jumping timelines, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. so say if Melody has, you know, um, certain types of blockages, perhaps in trusting men, period, right? Or just trusting anything, right? She can't bring in that kind of partner who's going to be so straightforward, because there's always going to be a part of her that despite how straightforward, how real he is, and how honest he is, is going to go, no, 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 there's got to be something Mm -hmm. wrong. Well, that's going to drive away a good Mm -hmm. man. But if she closes that out and she learns, she goes, okay, you know, and she does the healing work around and she does whatever. Well, she doesn't need to learn through that anymore, right? It opens mm-hmm. up that space to where that can come in faster, right? Or just like with you, if that karmic relationship has to play out a certain timeline or there's certain things you guys have to exchange, um, Janet, then say that finishes is coming together quickly and you go, okay, you know, I fulfilled my end of the deal. I understand he still has his things he's learning through. If I'm done, can I exit this contract and he can mm-hmm. finish learning those lessons through somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like a reassignment. Those are the types of things that occur and do happen. And that's where things like soul contracts are interesting and fun. And that's where energy work comes in. That's the thing with psychic readings people have to understand is that there are things that can change it and that's your free will decision. So when you do reading, you're doing it based on right now. Now, there's certain things that are not going to change, and that's a part of your soul path that are meant to be there. But like I said, our free will can still move things around, you know, because I do see a melody as somebody that, that when you hear you have something to work on or do, you do it, right? And that's why I could see that being moved forward for you, especially because I see a proactive person who's like, okay, these are my notes. What kind of things do I need to do to make this happen? And you outline it and you follow a process. Well, that's a very good way to do it because it's not just going, okay, I heard that, you know, and do nothing, (laughs) but some people do, right? So for you, that's why I was probably hearing, well, closer to two to three years because now you have that information and what you do with that, right? Mm -hmm. What steps Mm -hmm. you take? And with Janet, I go, I just see that, like, I feel there's going to be some way that you're going to know or you're going to go, hey, you know what? Is there a way I can exit this now? Like, or is it done? Right. And if that's the case, that would be why I say, okay, two to three years for sure within that timeline at the latest, but possibly sooner. I think that kind of goes into my second question, which was kind of like, I guess it's, it was Mel's first question. Uh Um, Is there any advice from my spirit guides or team um, type of blockages or barriers that I need to look at or address at this time to help me succeed in my goals? Are you familiar with Kuan Yin? I don't don't think I've heard of Kuan Yin. She's a really big figure in Buddhism, right? Mm -hmm. Um, She's like the goddess of love and compassion, right? Um, So she seems to be, her energy is heavily around you, right? And it probably has to do with, you know, you are very heart space. It looks like you can draw on a lot through your heart space, or you're just, I just see your heart energy being very, very strong, which is a Mm -hmm. wonderful thing, right? Um, And the thing there... Um, is sometimes she tends to come in around the time where people are working on or moving towards that kind of, you know, divine love partnership, right? Or they're, if somebody is very like 
heart focused or their energy of their heart, very strong or very pure hearted, her energy tends to guide or be around them, right? Mm. Um, there's something around meditation, right? Um, meditations of hers or mantras of hers, something like that, that would benefit you, right? Um, I think that's to kind of strengthen again, that heart field energy and heart space energy, right? Because I almost see it as if like a cord connecting between you and whoever the person is that you're going to draw in. Um, I don't think he lives in this physical vicinity or wherever, anywhere near you. Like I feel like whether it's across the country, out of state, mm -hmm. right? Like that type of thing. Right. But that um, that's probably why, like, because I see kind of like the golden cord meditation when an animal is lost to help guide them home. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like a calling card to the soul, like, oh, hey, should consider to move or to, <laughs> to do something or take that position, whatever it may be. Right. Um, so that's one thing that's there for us. Um, for you, just the main things right now are yoga and spiritual practice or what comes up. It looks like your life is pretty balanced according to them right now. Right. There's nothing. Um, that they are feeling is really out of balance for you, right? Mm. The, which is a good thing. But yoga and spiritual practice, those are the two things that they um, kind of want to bring up to you. So I'm not really too sure anything more there. I do see, you know, more meditation practice and stuff like that, but kind of things that you're already doing now. But those are the two main things that they want you to kind of just focus on bringing into life. You know, for you, a lot of your energy doesn't come as much through the crown chakra. It literally comes in through the heart. So the more open that space is, the more ability you have to create and to draw in, right? And then it's also going to be important to draw in this partner because like, like I keep saying, um, I don't know, I don't feel him as like really like living within this area or anything, you know, mm -hmm. like I feel like he has a little bit of a distance to go and, or perhaps he has really strong roots to wherever he is. Right. But then that's going to kind of bring that person in. Right. And this, these things are just also to help ground you, strengthen your intuition already that is kind of there. Right. I feel like you have some clear cognizance going on, I'm hearing, which is um, clear knowing, like just knowing without um, a reason. Clear cognizance is one of those psychic gifts that we often don't realize we have because it doesn't. It, it's not the same as clairvoyance where we see things in psychic space or clairaudience where we hear things. It's like, you just know something, right? You don't know why you know it. Mm. It's just like, oh, that's mm. it. So it's easy to overlook. And so for you, that's going to be a very, very um, good thing to kind of not question why you know something. Mm. If you know it, you know it. You don't need an explanation mm. to why. Ooh, Janet, access this part of you, accept this part of you. <laughs> yeah, but so that is kind of what they want you to meditate on, as I know. And I know without needing to explain or reason to others, because that will actually be very powerful for you in business and in all areas of life. Thanks, Carla. That was, <laughs> You're welcome. That was very, very helpful. Yeah. And now I think we have some questions, or we have one question for ABG as a whole. Yeah, Carlina, this is really insightful because I think it's interesting how you go dive deeper into each of us. And now we're not. Our last question for you um, is about ABG and all three of us as a business and as a whole. So the question 
Um, we have, so what are the positive things as a team we should lean on and remember to ensure longevity and success for our business? And what should be our focus for 2021 for ABG? I have been told first and foremost, I have to look into something in regards to your guys' past life as a group, right? Um, because this, there's obviously you're all here now. Okay. And I think it might be a couple things we want to send some healing or resolution to if that's okay. So let's take a look. So the first past life look at it, it's a little like darker, right? This now, um, what it has to do with is that there are people, I don't, or I guess it could be like, I'm hearing competitors specifically, right? So two competitors, like from past lives that are in your guys's space or would enter it in this lifetime. So we're going to want to kind of send some healing or resolution to that there. And the second thing that I hear, um, and I'm being told not to be given a name that I can't know who it is, um, because it's part again of lessons, right? Um, but that they'll reveal themselves later. It's one jealous person you guys all know. Right. So there's somebody that all of you guys know, and I'm not certain if it's somebody who's super close. I don't think so. But somebody that um, I don't think that they're a competitor, but I feel like they might try to create something similar, slightly different. Right. Or to to copy. I see a lot of copying kind of energy, but not succeeding in it. Right. So we're going to send some energy to these things because it is, it's um, it's a female energy. And I get that you'll figure it out who it is. But they, it won't be anything too harmful, right? We're going to send some healing to it. So if we have permission to kind of resolve this, right? Um, I want to see here now, just really quick here. I'm going to put everybody's names here. I'm going to see if anybody has a closer tie or anything like that that we can look at, okay? So I think they have the – it looks as if they have the highest amount of karma or like especially some kind of jealousy towards Mal. Right. There's some whatever it is. So you might be the first to pick up on it, Mel, when it comes around. OK, um, it's not like the worst thing in the world. You know, we'll clear out whatever there is there. Right. Um, but it's it shows up as a friendly energy. But, you know, sometimes people it's like when they're a little jealous, they say things and they make a comment. But it's like kind of like uh, backhanded or just, you know, there's a tinge of that. Mm. Like, ooh, like, what are you throwing at me? I feel like you're going to be the one to because they have the strongest thing to you, right? Um, and let me see if I can know more. I think I need to know more about what happened in this lifetime. I see her stealing something in that lifetime and running off with it. It was something you created, right? Um, so whatever modern day version it might be to play out, right, would be an attempt. Um, it didn't succeed then. It's not going to succeed now. There's nothing to worry about, right? But that's the awareness of this, right? Um, so she sold something mm -hmm. you created, and I see her running off with it. It's something in a bottle, right? So whether it's like uh, healing something or whatever it is, but this past life, that's what she did. And um, she tried to take credit for it. I see her talking to people as if she did this thing, but then nobody actually believed it or bought it from her, right? Um, mm -hmm. So she tried to take something you did, and play it as her own. Um, now, let's see here. You all work together. That was why it was um, kind of a big thing, right? I think the two competitors that I pick up on would be whoever this person tries to work with or team up with later. So we're just going to see here now what any soul lessons or anything that need to be done to just kind of release any karma or just kind of make it so that there's just non-issue or perhaps what might even happen is this person will drop their ideas. Who knows? Right. Um, so let's see. 
Okay, so I'm just gonna ask God to send resolution and healing to this now, right? And to just kind of handle whatever can be. Um, if there's any soul lessons that um, are ready to just be integrated, you guys have already learned, or even if just knowing what happened is enough, right? And what I kind of see is that I hear if or when, so I don't know if the person will just receive blockages to even making it happen, because <laughs> I hear it specifically as if or when instead of a solid yes. Um, so if or when that comes about, just kind of smile and laugh right? Have compassion and just know that copying is the greatest form of flattery, basically, right? Okay, so the second one. Um, now, this is just more about upgrades you guys need. And upgrades meaning, kind of remember I said teaching the soul, it can do something differently or, or um, upgrading the soul. So this lifetime, what I see is there was some kind of business you ladies all did, um, back then. Now this is a very different lifetime, right? You have to keep in mind. So I, I don't know what involves involves something with sewing or clothing, manufacturing, something like that. Um, and I see you all, you know, having a really successful business, being really happy together. But then once you guys all got married and had kids, you all just kind of abandoned it. Right. But then I see you all coming together as old ladies in that lifetime, reminiscing on all those times and like talking about how great it was and all this stuff. And there was a lot of regret on your guys' end that you, you know, you kind of did whatever. So in this one, um, there's a few upgrades that we're going to ask to give you if I have permission and we'll find out what each of you needs. And I have a feeling it has to do with kind of like being able to have all of that to keep that success going because uh, kind of what, you know, you know, God showing me here is that like, you know, the same thing would happen in this life if we don't mm. do these upgrades now. Meaning that I see you guys meeting your partners, meeting your husbands or having kids, some of you already, and then going, okay, we've <laughs> got this. We just don't have the time, right? Um, but then it would go down the same path where you're the old ladies reminiscing yeah. on it, feeling sad, right? We don't want that. And then, you know, especially for Helen, she needs her creative outlets. Like, we can't do this to her, you know? Like, we got to, like, support each other, right? Type of thing. Yeah. So let's see what upgrades each of you needs here. As Carla's thinking about this, I'm curious. Is she saying, so all three of us were, like, friends in a past life? Or our souls were? Uh-huh. Our business, oh. yeah, friends and business partners. Like, you had a business all together. Oh, wow. All right, so Helen, let's look at yours first, okay? So for you here, the upgrades that are going to be needed for you are that um, you can have a husband and be successful in your own endeavors and businesses at the same time, right? Mm -hmm. This is being held on your genetic level, so coming in through your DNA and your soul level, right? Um, now, when it comes to the second upgrade you need, um, this is like, these are beliefs that are currently stored, right? That are creating barriers, right? Or that would later create barriers if not handled now. Is that your husband will not feel betrayed or abandoned by you if you have your own life and success outside of him. Yeah. Now this has to do with past life and soul. Because what I see was in this lifetime, it was a much more traditional lifetime. Women weren't really supposed to work, do this stuff. And um, for him, it was like, I work, I do this, you'd now have the babies and be the wife, right? Like for lack of a better word. Um, and also too, there is what I'm seeing here, part of why your soul has these active is because your soul has always been quite the individual, 
Mm-hmm. Right. I can do it myself. I don't need, <laughs> right. Whatever. So your soul created these kinds of beliefs and programs for you in order to help it to understand, realize, and know the value mm-hmm. of um, partnership and love. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why your soul has it. It doesn't want to harm you or hurt you or prevent you from having love. It's just, Hey, your soul was like, well, what's the point of all this? I can do it myself. Why do I need somebody else? Right? So you created these limiting beliefs mm. in order to stay in your marriage in that lifetime. Right? Otherwise, you would have gone, I don't need you. Right? <laughs> so these aren't necessarily that active now. But the second that partner comes into your life, they would go and flare up really fast. And now for Janet, yours has to do with success and family. The two up. um things we're going to need to give you upgrades on um, is that you can have fun and be um, successful at the same time, right? This is only past life level for you. So there was some kind of um, past life where you had to really take it. I don't get it was this one. It was a different one where in order to be successful, you had to just take life very seriously. You couldn't, right? There was no room for everything else in between. And the second one we're going to have to kind of upgrade for you from is that your husband and children do not need you all of the time, right? So we're dealing with that on the past life and soul levels. Um, Again, some kind of past life where you had to give everything and your entire life had to be only that, right? Mm. Um, So like we can see, none of these are coming up on this core level, meaning this physical lifetime, right? But it doesn't matter, right? They would act up um, once those situations come about and create basically the same exact versions of things until we have changed otherwise. And then let's see for Mel, um, we have two things we have to upgrade for you. One of them is um, a past life program of that um, you need to know you can be a, a woman that does it all, everything. Um, And then the second one is that there are no barriers to the amount of love you can have for others, your family, your husband, your children, and also your career. So again, what I'm seeing here is another lifetime where it was like you, once you became a wife, a mother, these are all just past life for you. Um, Your soul's like, I don't buy it, but it only got seated because you had to accommodate in past lives. And also what's good is clearing these programs for you releases whoever you were with, which is probably the same partners, I have a feeling, (laughs) from um, the obligations to play that role for you and those lessons, right? Meaning that, okay, I no longer have it active in my programming, therefore that person doesn't have to play that role to help me with that same lesson, okay? It changes things on the whole creational spectrum, not just for you, but everything else, which is really great as well. Okay, so um, if I have permission from you ladies, I would love to go ahead and upgrade those things. Then we can look at the questions themselves. Please upgrade. Okay, so it's not going to be me, obviously, doing the upgrades. I'll run them, but we're, you know, that's still going to be going through God, source creation, etc. So um, we'll just ask for this to go ahead and be handled in the highest best way now. Okay, what's good now? It's like, I see it's funny because it's like reminds me of like a sex in the city scene where like the women are like having their drinks and their time. But then I see you guys be able to pass your kids to the husbands to watch the kids for a day to do whatever so you can do what you need to do. And then there's even a couple scenes where I see kind of the kids there with you guys all together, right? And it's not a big deal. It's okay. It all flows. But now it's not like you all hugging goodbye and like, 
reminiscing on the success of what was and what you had, but had to leave behind because life changed. Right. So, um, you know, I think that's a good thing, right? Because especially because there's the potential to keep this going for quite some time, right? To make it bigger than what you guys think, um, it's going to be really important, right? That your souls knew that and aren't going to try to sabotage it or create some issue later, right? Okay, so let's see a few things to kind of um, positive things like we obviously talked about a few things in the little reading part there. Um, but continuing to expand to other markets that you guys haven't yet, right, um, is one of the positive things for longevity. I actually see, like, women from all different kinds of races, but you guys having, like, sectors for for different cultures. You know what I mean? Um, capturing a lot of marketplaces, but I see it being very female-focused still. I think that's a very, very good thing for you guys, right? It's a very strong point, and that comes up. Like, I see specifically women, right um and focusing on the empowerment of them it gives it because it's it's it stays very strong that way and it gives it a lot of appeal and i see you guys giving voices to women in cultures especially that um women sometimes aren't regarded as important still unfortunately right this gives them a chance to really to do that but also to expose other cultures or those of us that are fortunate enough enough to like live in these societies here you know where we are able to have like, you know, these freedoms to speak and to be individuals and have careers and do stuff that we forget other people can't, right? You guys are going to bring an awareness to that and some of that kind of stuff. And I think that's going to be really powerful. Um, so that's the main things for the positive things to remember um, for longevity, right? And just kind of staying focused and creative and the way you guys are right? It's, it's going to keep on going well. Um, focus for 2021. The European market comes up really strong for 2021. I hear that there's a lot of intrigue there. So um, I don't know which specific countries, but I'm just hearing that there's the first, there's something to look at in regards to that, right? Hmm. Either they're going to like a lot of your concepts, your ideas, or just they're very interested in what's going on, right? So there's something on top there in regards to the European market that comes up very strong. Like they'll find it intriguing or interesting. And once you break into it, I see it actually, you know, going pretty far there. And there being, and I don't know, something around, I see like some woman from either UK or England or something, her energy comes up. So I don't know if it's somebody who will help you then to go a bit further or like introduce you to other people or you know really influential people there mm -hmm. but there is some woman there and it looks like she's located somewhere out around england uk area right because i think um i don't know there's just something they're interested in whether it's the fact that it's like a lot of asian women are things that they you know cultures they don't know about or understand so um it might be something you consider or it might not be but don't underestimate it yeah, you're actually yeah. pretty spot on with that. We did have someone reach out to us recently from uh -huh. uh, from London, and we won't say what it is, but there is a potential for something pretty big there. So, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Blown away okay. right now by that statement. Well, take it seriously, because whoever she is looks like she's serious, and she mm. looks like she's got people, too, who yeah. could bring it much further. And I think that's why, because, you know, I'm hearing even hearing things like – Sudan, like Sudanese women, etc. Like, I, I think, I don't know if they deal with a lot of women, like from other, or they have a lot of connections to women from cultures. So there's a lot of like suppression or like women are not, are oppressed and like treated, whatever. But like, I feel like that's the direction they, something they will suggest to you 
or that mm. they may be the ones who help kind of to bring in that sector or aspect too. Because mm. I see it like there's going to be a lot of like, it's a much wider, it's going to be a big platform you guys are dealing with. Like, you know, like giving a voice to women that don't have a voice is what mm. I keep hearing. That's so cool. Well, that's good. This woman, whoever she is, looks like <laughs> she's going to be good. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I'm very happy to hear that. Yeah, no, this is incredible. Yeah, giving a voice to women who don't have a voice. That is a very powerful statement. And at the end of the day, everything that you're saying about ABG, even having these sectors for different communities and looking more into niche markets within the Asian American market, Asian boss girl market, it's like, yeah, that's something that we thought about since like the first beginning, Mm -hmm. the very beginning. So just hearing that, it's like, how do we manifest it? And um, that's, that's, that's good to know. That's yeah, you know, in our well, I also see something around like um, women from India, right? I do see some women mm. from India, so I don't know um, when they'll come in. I feel like it's around the 2021, 2021 timeline, though, too. You know, like I see a wide variety of women. Like I see women who are like involved in like, say, the Bollywood or the more entertainment aspect. But then I also see, um, you know, younger little entrepreneurial girls are ones that can share kind of some of the stuff going on there. So also keep an eye out for something around India. Mm. That's good to know. Thank you so much, Carla, for joining us and for sharing with us your um, your experience and your background with uh, psychic mediumship work and healing work and energy healing work. Um, we feel so lucky to have <laughs> sat with you for, for this session. Um, I know each of us individually felt pretty profoundly moved by each reading, and it was really uh, an honor to have you share with us some guidance for ABG as well. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Uh, if anyone listening is interested in reaching out to you, where can they find you and how can they do that? They can find me on my website, guidedbydivine.com. It's just um, guided G U. I-D-E-D-B-Y-Divine-D-I-V-I-N-E.com. Wonderful. Yes, and we definitely yeah. suggest our listeners to uh, at least, the very least, check out your website and, um, and to reach out to you if they have any desire to learn more about this awesome work. We have a couple of shout-outs to wrap up this episode. Shout-out to Adriana Yan for always supporting minority groups in so many ways, and thanks for introducing me to such a great podcast from Sethville. And shout out to Christina from your younger brother, Jason. Christina, you're such a strong, kind, and thoughtful human that somehow came from the same tummy tums I came from. Thank you for introducing Jason to ABG Podcast, Christina. If you'd like to send a shout out to a friend, feel free to email shoutouts at AsianBossGirl.com and we'll give them a shout out. Again, that's shoutouts with the S at AsianBossGirl.com. For links and codes to partners we shared in today's episode, please see our show notes. And for more partnership discounts, head to our website. If you want to support us, here are some ways you can do so. Follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review that really does help us, and share this episode with your friends. If you'd like to support us through monthly donations to keep this podcast running, you can do so at anchor.fm slash AsianBossGirl slash support. Or get some merch at asianbossgirl.myshopify.com. We're also very active on social. Our handle is at Asian Boss Girl. If you resonated with our podcast, let us know in the comments of our IG post. You can also find us on YouTube where we have a variety of vlogs and our Dear ABG series where we answer listener-submitted questions. Last but not least, thank you to our super talented editor, Michelle, for working all of her magic on our episodes, including this one. Thank you so much again, Carla, and to all the listeners, we will catch you all on the next episode.
Thank you so much for having me. Bye. Bye.